I book better than you, and you know it. Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, High Five Mike, and today I have your James Damone, D-Money Allen. I was promised a BBW. <laughs> What's up, guys? Little Fudge? I don't... Your thing froze. It's potato froze. Yeah. It's still froze. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't like that. I don't like that phrasing, Mike. Uh, do not ever say his potato froze ever again without saying pause afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> For the audio uh, listeners, he has a uh, blanket that says L plus ratio plus young boy better. <laughs> yes. Hello. And the bad guy, Kenny. Hello there. You're Book It Boy of the Year. I am Book It Boy of the Year, and I'm also <laughs> the uh, the most voted Book It Boy of the Year, too. The most votes. You know, breaking history over here. Goat. So, goat shit. That is goat shit. Yeah. Acknowledge me. That's what I no, say. No, that's all right. So, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> this week we're going to listen to uh, uh, John's yeah. first show. Is it a weekly or a pay-per-view? It is a weekly show. Is everyone doing a weekly or is somebody doing a pay-per-view? I'm doing a pay-per-view this week. I'm doing a weekly. Oh, Jesus. We're all doing weeklies except for you. Yeah, you get get the debut episode of TCW. TCW. See, I'm not doing a debut. I'm doing an established company, so that's going to be where I defer from Kenny. I've decided my company's been open for 10 years i'm My doing about for 20 <laughs> so we got the fucking exponent here like <laughs> he we just got out doing real quick i did mine for 10 years i did mine for 20 <laughs> <laughs> whatever you say i'm gonna double it <laughs> 10 months one, 10 years one day <laughs> you bastard. play it like price is right <laughs> that is Mike and Travis in a nutshell, really. Price is right. <laughs> no, just like the doubling each other up. Oh yeah, I, like like, I right. got one pizza, Mike. Oh, I got three pizzas. I am pizza. Then, I am weed. So, anyways, so so this week we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna listen to Little Fudge. If you if you have not. If this is your first episode, I encourage you, you can still listen, but I encourage you to go back at least one episode and listen to Bad Guys, uh, so that way you'll know what the book at first is like, Yep. and then you can follow along from the beginning. You can start from wherever you want. I'm just recommending it. Check it out Uh, from the draft, even. So we're going to go ahead and... Go back to when I won Book It Boy of the Year. Go back to that. No. <laughs> they did hey, just go back to when me and Keith the- won tag team bookets. <laughs> you didn't. We, Damone and I won that. I don't know what talking about. Talk that shit. Talk that we shit. Definitely did. We I definitely know it's Kenny lost. <laughs> <laughs> Talk that shit, Mark. Oh, by the way, um, John, I love yes. that you're wearing a big brawler brand shirt. Big brawler? I'll explain why in just a second. I'll explain why in just a second. Uh, oh, no. So, 
Um, you mind if I begin? Are y'all ready for me? Yep. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh, anyways, uh, my company is the acronym BBW, legendary. We are for Big Baller Wrestling. Um, I am wearing my old Big Baller brand shirt in honor of that. Um, so quick description of the company before we begin. Uh, Mark Cuban is the owner. His latest investment is in the world of pro wrestling. The problem we saw in wrestling is that each company would cater to one type of fan and completely neglect the others. This is what made so many people fall out of love with it. In Big Baller Wrestling, you'll have athletic wrestling to watch in awe of, sporadic craziness that the internet can't keep up with, hardcore spots that fans go crazy for, and the sports-based realism that ties the loose ends. These don't have to be mutually exclusive, nor should they be. Um, our unique company rules are is if you lose a title match, champion, or challenger, you go back to the line or pursue another belt unless the champion states otherwise. There is no champion's advantage. Countout and DQ will lose you the belt. Every title match is earned unless the champion agrees otherwise. And opportunities will be everywhere in the forms of tournaments, battle royals, Cyber Sunday. I mean, excuse me, Taboo Tuesday. Fuck Cyber Sunday. Um, and countless wow, other stip- wow, 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 wow. <laughs> and countless other stipulations that allow you to set yourself apart. He also believes in a hands-off authority figure. Uh, doesn't want to be on TV affecting the outcomes. Uh, if the talent wants a match and they have time, it's approved. And in charge of safety, approving matches is the polarizing yet entertaining LeVar Ball. So don't worry. His powers are limited so he can entertain you without overstepping his boundaries. We got five championships. The world championship currently held by MJF. The women's championship currently held by Lita. The trios championship held by the underclass gang, which consists of Taz, Eddie Kingston, and Chuck Palumbo. The Western Hemisphere Championship held by Orange Cassidy. And the Workhorse Championship that is defended every show and where every challenge is accepted up to two matches a night, which is currently held by Paul Lund. We have a weekly show called Malice on Monday, airs on FS1, and a Hulu-exclusive show called Proving Grounds is filmed on Wednesdays and put on Hulu Fridays. Uh, my first show will be a loaded, commercial-free New Year's special where our commentary team of Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp are joined on commentary by wrestling legend Jerry Lawler. So, we begin... Can I, can I interject for just one second? <laughs> yes. I just want to point out that I think, personally, I think the having the going-to-the-back-of-the-line rule mm. and every match-is-earned rule, unless... The champion says otherwise is very a very lazy way of you already booking a plot hole in your in your thing just in case you forget or just in case you don't want to go that route like you're just you're already throwing that to the wayside. It, it basically it. Uh, provides the champion with some form of advantage in that he has some say in matchmaking, but he can't just DQ his way out of matches or get counted out. Mm-hmm. So there is some advantage to being champion, but in the sense that you have some say in matchmaking. But so wait, 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 wait. So, 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 so you, so the challenger can win by DQ or count out. Yeah, yes. you said that. So, 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 okay. Go, no go champions ahead. advantage. Uh, but they're so, you're trying to give them an advantage, like it's, in other sports. It's a different. It's a different advantage. Pick, pick the fight. <laughs> like that's not how that works. Different advantage. I get what it, he's saying, though. He's saying like, <laughs> so if the champion really wants to have a match with someone, he can go. That's the guy I'm having a match with. I want to have a rematch. So if it's like a baby face, they can choose to do that. But if yeah, it's a yeah. heel, a heel if obviously I... is going to be like, no, I beat you already. 
go away. Yeah, yeah, like, I pinned him. I pinned him. Damone pisses me off. I say run it back, Damone. Fuck yeah, even though I'm champion. Uh, so, uh, we have our one minute opening video with Modern Disco by Marionette playing. That's a good song. Indie artist, check it out. Um, and we are going to open <laughs> with uh john cena speaking after his controversial loss last night at new year's resolution this is set in january 2nd 2023 um so john cena makes an entrance the night before at new year's revolution he unsuccessfully challenged mjf for his world championship after interference from the mean street posse after a hard-fought clash cena had mjf up in aa to win his 17th world title Rodney distracted the ref while Pete Gass pulled MJF down, leading to a brass knuckle strike from Joey Abs. MJF took advantage, set Cena up for a heat seeker, and pinned him. Skip says that MJF, the true underdog, used the power of friendship. Uh, used the power of friendship and found a way to win. Shannon Sharp tells him to stop the bull jive. Goat Cena should be celebrating his 17th championship and that he was robbed. Jerry Lawler says he's shocked Cena wasn't ready for this as he's seen it all of his career. So John Cena makes an entrance to a big pop. He grabs a mic and says, it's not often a guy from Boston gets cheered in L.A. I appreciate it. I think I'm not alone in saying that I'm disappointed in how last night turned out. It seemed that the final piece to my legacy was in my reach, but it was all pulled away. Not just by MJF, but by the Banana Republic workers he calls friends. I endured every beatdown. I've gone to the bottom, worked my way back up, got injured, questioned if I should keep going, went through hell for months, then eliminated 10 wrestlers out of 20 just to lose my last shot when time is of the essence. The good news is that I know we're not the only ones disappointed in last night. MJF, you got what you wanted, but I know you bruised your ego. You too are disappointed in yourself. I know I should be headed to the back of the line and I don't want to go all super Cena and ask for special privileges, but Los Angeles, would you like to see John Cena and MJF run it back one more time? Big pop there and MJF's music hits. And he walks out saying, Johnny, 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 this is embarrassing. This is sad. The great John Cena begging old MJF to give him one more match. I'm not disappointed at all, actually, John, because last night... MJF became the greatest wrestler of all time. Eight months of brilliance with this title and a capstone of pinning John Cena. John, you're wasting everyone's time, and it's pathetic. You say time is of the essence. If you want to save a few minutes on this commercial-free show and look just as weak as you do right now, why don't you just retire already? And then he turns to the curtain and starts to walk away. John Cena says, I will. If you give me this match and I blow it right here tonight, I will hang up these jorts and I will never wrestle again. MJF turns around shocked. He says, what's the catch? You're going to come back in six months? You're going to beat up LeVar for your job back? Can't wait for your surprise return in a year. Cena says, you give me one more chance tonight. Leave your friends in the back. If I lose, Hell will freeze over, and John Cena will be gone for good. MJF responds, As much as I hate giving a very undeserved title shot to an entitled egomaniac such as yourself, you make an amazing bargain. 
I suppose I could work on Monday if it means I get to send you off to make crappy movies and eventually sell supplements. Because after tonight, MJF lives in infamy and John Cena fades into obscurity. And then he walks away. And that segment was eight minutes. All right. I think I got a number and and uh, uh, I do too. Okay, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, because maybe I'm too harsh. That's a five. I fucking loved oh, okay. it. I seen and it in my me. head. I'm all wow. for it. I'm hype. Okay, so a couple. I couple ride for Mike. I think that the promos for somebody that has been so overbearingly egotistical when it comes to writing his promos. These were, let me put it in a way that maybe Talon's point of your Talon's point of view were a little bit of mid, and but they were they did their job. I think I you're not John Cena and MJF, so I can't like fault you too bad. But you need to stop talking shit because you're not that great. I can hear it though. I I thought the words he said. And then I was thinking about it as they would say it, and it sounded like it, it worked. Hey, Mike, so you a fan? Listen, I, I pro. I'm, I, I, that's what I did. It, Mike, are you? Are you? It worked. Are well. you co-working on this? Do you are you an investor? <laughs> no, I liked it. I I legitimately liked it. I also liked the idea of Cena and MJF. Like I am here I, for it. Here, let me tell you. I am tuning in. I am paying attention. Go oh, shit. Hold on. You get like the. The idea of the match and the idea of the promos, I love. MJF and John Cena would tear it up in a, in a promo battle. I don't think that you wrote the best promos for this. I think you shot under par for this. Um, also, I'm going to say that this is unoriginal. This is MJF versus Chris Jericho. That had no title involved, and there's a way different build, as I stated in John Cena's promo. John Cena loses a bunch of times to MJF. And then challenge. I think, no, John Cena, I think you are being harsh, no, Travis. John Cena didn't let me, lose shut it. Shut up, Mike. Let me fucking. No, hey, I think let, you're being harsh. Uh, Travis, anyway, can I hold, 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 let me finish. Let me finish my thought process. John. Okay, finish. Me, it. You can it defend after I'm, I'm done. All right. So John Cena loses a bunch of matches to to MJF. He comes out there and begs for another match. And MJF says, "Ah, fuck you, buddy." And John Cena goes, "But wait, I'll retire if I lose." Now wait, Chris can Jericho I, loses oh. a bunch of matches to MJF. Comes out. Cuts a promo, MJF said, or challenges, challenges MJF to one last match. MJF comes out and says, fuck you, buddy. Chris Jericho says, wait, I'll retire if I lose. <laughs> it's the same Travis, thing. You got, you got something crucially wrong. John Cena lost to MJF once. So where was the, he lost so, to him, went to the back he of the did, line. So he lost to MJF this time around, but he also has lost other times. He's lost other title opportunities when I give the full build. I'll explain that more, but not all these losses I'm referencing are to MJF. I still think that it sounds very... He's only faced I'm MJF getting, two times in the building. Yeah, I, 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 I think you're being unfair with the <clears throat> retirement thing because that's 95% right, of retirement that angles. That's a normal retirement angle. The guy loses. He puts his okay. time, his career on the line because otherwise there's no reason to have a retirement. Right, it's that's, a loser. Yeah, it was, right, yeah, it's <laughs> usually to get something. It's a I, good... It's a good story mechanism. No one's putting their career on the line for no reason. Yeah, like, yeah. You, tomorrow you, I'm gonna have a retirement match. Just you had a point, but you were missing a key detail: the fact that this all his losses weren't to MJF. He just had a lot of setbacks that I will explain in the build to the match. 
Yeah, Travis is I'm, being a hater. I'm I gonna think Travis you, is, yeah. I give I'm you a 3.25. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm mad at Travis. A, I just had to explain it to him. I'm going to give you a 4.75, just a little bit of a ding. I do agree. Your promos weren't the best. It's, the only reason I'm digging you for it because you have been talking a lot of shit about how great That's your fair. promos are. I'll take it. So, I'll um, it. That'll be the one time I give you a hit for it. Um, I'll, I'll eat it. It isn't a promo contest, so... It, um, is. But it is a promo contest, motherfucker. Yeah. It's not a promo <laughs> what contest. What the fuck are you talking about? Promos, yes, it is. Promos are a part of it, but they're I'm not like... It. I'm I'm not this was a promo. We're fucking grading. I, right. I understand uh, we're grading the promo. It's part of it, but it's not... I'm not going to ding them a ton for every right. promo not being 100% great. We're not fucking... This isn't an E-Fed, Travis. So... <laughs> <laughs> I know, oh, Kenny. Oh, 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 I'm, I'm give you a four point seven five. You're both, never, you're literally I've grading eight. We're literally grading the pro books that he gives us. There's no match. There's no other build. We're literally grading one single promo right now. I didn't think it was that bad of the promos. Again, I I'm, saw it perfectly fine, well. Baby, the inflections and everything. All right, shut the hell up for two seconds. It can't be a four point seven five. No, we're not just grading the promo. We're also grading. The, the build, right? The, the build that's worked into the promos, and I like that, the build that's worked okay. into the promo. I don't agree with that. That's part of the matchup. It, the matchup is a good matchup. The matchup hasn't happened yet. Exactly. Okay. But this creates the matchup, and but he's the excited promo, for the matchup. This is I'm the build. The build. It's part of the build. Right. We're getting right, so a little snippet off. of the build. Right, Kenny, what you got for me? Okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna be the dick in this one. I right. wasn't a fan. I'm not gonna lie to you. Be I, that. All right. Especially, like I said, you were talking shit about the, how good you are at promos, and this was like, like he said, it was it was very mid. I All did right. like the I did like the last line with the infamy thing. I thought that was cool, but All that was right. only part. Of, that was only part I liked uh, the you. whole thing. So I am going. I'm gonna go two point seven five. Is what I'm going at. Ooh, okay. no. I mean, because like, because this, it's not a match. It's just what you gave us from the promo. And I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't a fan of either side. I didn't care who right. who who won out of this, if that makes sense. That's why I was going with what, what I went. I'll, I'll take my coins later for the match. Don't worry. Uh, I'm <laughs> not right. mad. Um, so this isn't uh between this, Skip Shannon and Jerry Lawler advertised John Cena and MJF title versus career in the main event. They uh, advertised Paul London defending his workhorse championship against his longtime friend Brian Kendrick. And then up next, two men on win streaks of seven matches, Eddie Guerrero and Owen Hart, are going to face off for a shot at the world championship. And then they take us back to the ring. Eddie Guerrero and who? Owen Hart. Owen Hart, okay. So uh, as they make their entrances, Shannon asks Skip and Jerry who they got in the match. Skip says he's got Owen as he's been finishing his opponents faster than Eddie has on this streak. Shannon says that's a good point, but do you just hear this crowd when Eddie comes out? I can't deny that type of electricity. And then Lawler says that the fans can't wrestle for him. Eddie has to focus on the match. Uh, so they shake hands in the middle of the ring after the entrances. Um, right after they let go, Eddie blindsides him with a headlock. Owen gets behind and twists the arm before shoving him off. They tie up and do multiple chain exchanges that Owen gets the better of. Uh, Owen hits a standing drop kick. He goes off the ropes and Eddie drop kicks him back. Eddie goes off the ropes and Owen hits a spinning heel kick. And I'm just doing spots, not bell to bell. Uh, Owen drags Eddie to the corner, backs up and goes for a running shoulder tackle, but Eddie dodges and Owen hits the post. 
Eddie grabs the wrist and does the rope walk head scissors. Eddie then goes for a tope atomico, but Owen gets the knees up. Owen follows that up with a brain buster. Owen hits a reverse crossbody off the top, but Eddie rolls over for a pin attempt. Owen reverses into a pin, and then a pin chain commences. When they get up, Eddie kicks him in the gut and goes for a neck breaker, but Owen reverses into one of his own. Eddie hits a tilt-to-whirl backbreaker for a close two. Eddie goes for a big enziguri, but Owen reverses into a sharpshooter. Eddie has the claw his way to the rope. Eddie goes up top. I mean, excuse me. Owen goes up top. Eddie reverses for a Frankensteiner off the top rope. However, Owen catches him before he can do that, holds him in place, and then hits a spike pile driver off the top rope. He goes for a pin, but it's a 2.9 in the crowd and is shocked that it didn't finish Eddie, and Owen is pissed. Uh, Owen delivers some hard elbows to Eddie as he gets up to try to pull Eddie in for like a lariat, and then Eddie reverses that into a standing suplex, which turns into the three amigos. Eddie gets him down, goes for a frog splash, but Owen gets the knees up, and then he rolls him into a small package, and it goes for a two until Eddie rolls it back over towards the rope, and it's one, two, and then Eddie grabs the top, uh, the middle rope for leverage, and the three count is made. And Eddie immediately gets up celebrating his victory as he lies, cheats, and steals his way to a championship match. Can you give me the finish one more time? Yes. Eddie goes for Frog Splash. Owen gets the knees up. Owen rolls it into a small package. It gets for a two count. Eddie rolls it back over. And then before the three, he grabs the rope for leverage. So he cheats to win the match. Okay. And so this match I is have... uh, seven. Sorry, the, the advertisement between the match was two minutes, and this match was 17 minutes. Okay. Um, and that was just spots, well, not bell to bell. No, it's fine. Um, I'm going to give you a four. So I think the match itself would be fire. The reason it's out of five is because I feel like there's no build. So I don't mm. a I don't know who's the face and who's the heel in this because they're both baby faces because they both could be either like they both work as either one. So I have no idea going into it, and especially because you're using an established company. So yeah. there's sto- like there should be stories and stuff going into it. I wish yeah. you would explain that stuff, not just he has seven wins in a row, he has seven wins in a row, and they're having a match. So mm. that's why I got to take the dollar off. But I think the match itself would be fire. Okay. I, you, you go, Travis. You go, Travis. I have a logistical question. Yes. How does one, wait, like, cause so with a small package, where would he be able to grab the ropes to to get leverage? I don't understand. So you you like roll back over to where you have like some like leverage on top, and then you can kind of reach over and grab the rope. Wait, 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 wait. So okay, so. It was one small package, and it was like modified because he like rolled it over to the other side. Yeah, but the, no, but the thing is, though, I now I'm kind of questioning that too because you have to have one arm on his leg, right? And one arm on your hand. It, it's a cradle. Yeah, you, got, you latch. But he rolled it back over. To where he was on top. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to take away points so, because of that. I'm just, I'm just so, trying to understand myself too. No, no. But let's wait, hold on. So Eddie doesn't have a small cradle or a small package. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> uh, that might be technically correct. He just rolls. It's basically one roll up into another, and he rolls to where he's on top and grabs the rope. It might be more of like a modified schoolboy at that point. I didn't know what so, to call it. So because a small package is like a like basically a suplex, but then you hook the leg underneath. Yeah, the yeah, I, I know what I mean. But Eddie, like okay. well, when he rolled it over, it kind of like messed with the like how. I don't know how to describe it because it wasn't like quite the, a schoolboy. It wasn't like quite a small package. Like the configuration. Yeah, yeah. It's not quite a true small package, but it's not quite like a schoolboy either. It's kind of somewhere in between. All right. I like the match. I agree with Damone. It's a little confusing. I think the advertisement was a little weird. You could have done better with that. I think that you could have used that time to tell us who the baby face was and who the heel was. They are both baby you're... faces because they shook hands in the beginning. And they're yeah, friends. but then, then immediately Eddie Guerrero – as you said, your words blindsided him with the headlock. Yeah, but Eddie's just a a, a, a cheater, so. So we're supposed to cheer for the cheating, and it's like the I'm, I'm just asking. Uh, to, be, to, be, to be fair, Eddie. that was Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> I didn't know, I know that. I didn't know that's a thing, though. I think I mean, Eddie would be the heel, right? But he's not the heel. He said he said he's a, they're all baby faces. They're both I thought baby so faces. Too. But here's the thing: during the build, it, he was building. It seemed. If I had to guess, it was just the advertisement. I would have guessed Owen Hart was the heel. But with mm. the way Eddie was wrestling, it felt like he was the heel. Eddie does wrestle like a heel when he's a babyface, though. Yeah, not always. That's but... not his only... Like, that's not... I. All right, I'm going to give you a 3.75. I thought it was good. I think there could have been better points. Uh, like I said, I think you could... Instead of leaning so heavily to make this... I know you're doing the sports-based thing, which is fine. But I mm. think you've leaned a too, little too far into it. And miss the story aspect of this situation where Got that it. was really necessary here, and you were right. trying to just make it like a an an, an analyst. Yeah, an yeah, analyst I, I see what you mean. So um, I'm gonna King. go the four. I did think I do. I I was gonna be higher, but I do think it's weird that Eddie is also a face. I feel like he should have been the heel. And built around that, just if he's going to do those heel tactics to win. So I'm at a four. I'll take it. So you're a quarter of the way through your show, right? Um, I have like 11 segments, so I'm like close to that. Okay. Okay. Um, I I agree with what they're saying, and I'm nitpicking on the fact that I feel like if you go for a frog splash, and they hit, they put their knees up. How does that turn into a small package? Because, like, you're, like, kind of in pain, like, near them. Like, basically, like, so you go up, you frog splash, you can hit the knees, and you're like, oh, shit, you're, like, rolling up forward. And then Owen can just grab the leg and hook it. And oh, then Eddie can roll it back over. Okay, it was just a tad confusing. Yeah. It was that, and then um, it was something you said. It's something you said I didn't like in the beginning. I forgot what it was now. Travis, Travis knows because me and him made the same face at the same exact time. You said something in your build. Oh right? yeah, you did. Something. It was during the build. I don't remember. Ah, uh, during the build of this said. match. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> that's that's why that's, I took a quarter off for that. I can't remember exactly what it was. I'm gonna have to re-listen for that. But uh, so I'm going with a three point five. I think the match the match was fire. It was just the ending was confusing. I also was confused on the alignment of who was good, who was. Who was evil in this? Hmm. What'd you give it? So, uh, three point five. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the, match, the match part, I just didn't like. Like I said, I didn't like the ending, and I didn't. I was just confused by the alignment. And like I said, you something you said in the build. I didn't like. It. I took a quarter for that. Yeah, I didn't like that shit. I, mean, I can't remember what it is. I I remember it a little bit. All right. 
And after the match, uh, Eddie is laughing in the ring with Owen, offers Owen a handshake, and but Owen walks away from the handshake while Eddie shrugs and celebrates. Uh, so I'm going to go into the next segment. As Eddie walks to the back, raised by wolves by Falling Universe hits, which fans know is the music of the faction known as the Femme Fatalities. This faction is led by the women's champion Lita. It contains Rhea Ripley, Shotzi Blackheart, and Paige, who is managed by Ronnie Radke, who wrote the song. So uh, Skip and Shannon are talking about how she retained in her first defenses champion last night against Lacey Evans. Shannon says that he doesn't know who's going to be able to stop Lita as she has four people in her corner at all times and they take everything to the extreme. Jerry says that he wasn't really watching the match last night between Lita and Lacey. He had enough to focus on. Shannon says that normally Skip says the dumb stuff on here and he's enjoying the break right now. Uh, Lita makes her way to the ring and grabs a mic and as the music cuts off, Jerry Lawler says, I love a four-on-one against them. And Shannon says, that was out of pocket. <laughs> and you he know, sounded like Mick Foley. <laughs> so the shit Jerry Lawler would say. Uh, and uh, Shannon says, that was out of pocket. And Skip says, Twitter's going to hate that. Uh, and then Lita looks over at the commentary table and says, you know, I was going to talk about my next opponent, but you've piqued my interest. She slowly walks over to the table. And she says, I heard what you said. Why don't you repeat it for the audience? And she puts the mic in his face. And he says, I, I, I love a, a, a four-on-one with all of you, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and Alita says, No, go back. Run that line back with the, with the Jerry Lawler voice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Jerry Lawler voice? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, changed you changed the voice. You didn't, you didn't I don't have a consistent Jerry Lawler voice, though. <laughs> I don't agree with you. You've been doing it all night. Yeah, you Have know I? exactly what it is. You you changed the right, you changed the hold voice. On, we made on. fun of you, and you changed the voice. Yeah, it was subconscious because I because <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do like he was like stuttering and like kind of scared because now they're all up in his okay. face. He's like, I I I'm on the four on one with all of you if you know what I mean. And then she says, Lita says, I'm down for that, but under one condition. Do you agree, Jerry? And he says, Woohoo! Yes, say no more. <laughs> and Lita laughs and says. What in the Mickey Mouse is going on? Yeah, I want to say it's just sexual oh. harassment in the workplace. All this is. Hold up, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. And she says, extreme rules. And then wax him in the mic as the bell rings. And the rest of the femme fatalities oh, join oh. Lita. I have a question. Wax yes. him in the mic. Is that in any window? No. She, that that means she's just beating the shit she out of him. She beat him with the mic. Okay, she wax him in the mic. I think he just misspoke. I thought it was the window. I didn't even Thought we were gonna uh, get a live sex celebration. No, no, no. You're getting, you're getting, you're getting a fucking ass beat. No, getting. I got uh, <laughs> Yeah, but this guy Jerry Lawler. Uh, I don't have Jerry Lawler. You have him. I just made a deal with you. Uh, <laughs> the rest of the fan fatalities join Lita outside of the ring as she busts Lawler open with her fists. She picks him up and pushes him towards Shotzi, who cracks him in the head with the chair. Uh, Jerry falls to a knee and then Rhea boots him in the face. Shotzi and Paige pick Lawler up by the legs and swing him into the barricade. Lita removes the top step while the other three put his head on the bottom step. Lita grabs the chair and concertos his head into the step. Shannon is yelling, this has gone too far. He deserved it at first, but call a medic, damn. <laughs> uh, while shot, while uh, she does this, Shotzi grabs a kendo stick and whacks him in the back repeatedly. Uh, they toss him into the ring. Rhea and Paige pull his legs apart. And Shotzi hits him between the legs of the kendo stick. 
Paige points to Radke, who's still outside the ring, and Radke pulls a mic stand from underneath the ring and hands it to Paige. And then she hits Lawler between the legs with it, and the audience oohs in pain. Uh, and then Lita follows it up with a moonsault and pins him. And she holds the title up as uh, medics scramble to help Lawler. This segment lasts for a total of eight minutes. So basically, Lawler says some perverted shit when she's coming out for a promo, and they beat the fuck out of him. And like okay. they have him in like a bloody pulp. Just so did she get her promo out? No, she like she was like I was gonna talk about my opponent, but and then oh I hate that uh, I'm not going first I'll tell you I'll that. be honest this is this is probably the weakest thing so far I'm at like a two and a half this is your weakest thing so far and I'm at a one point five Jesus Christ <laughs> Can you go ahead yeah I hate it I feel back degenerate shit. And I give him degenerate shit. He's like, I don't like it. I don't uh, like this, like, degenerate shit. I feel like it's out of place. Like, I feel like if you're going to do a beatdown, at least, like, I don't want to I don't want to watch Jerry Lawler get beat down. I feel like everybody would want to watch Jerry Lawler get beat down. This just has that, this just screams, like, 04 Raw, like, what he was like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like this either, John. I'm. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I gave it a one point seven five. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mess with this. So here's the thing, John. I knew you were gonna do this. Obviously, we talked about you using Jerry Lawler for this purpose, and I knew that this was coming. And I thought it was gonna be better than this, and it wasn't. I'm gonna give you ninety nine cents. Ooh. That one cent hits different. I don't care that it's a one. I just want my damn penny. <laughs> the Game fact that the second was the price of a bowl and the dollar store. <laughs> so uh, the price of an Arizona. God, I, I am suffering. He couldn't even buy an Arizona because they're sugar tax, so he would get all seven. And hey, we ain't got that in Oklahoma. Sugar I was gonna pull tag. a gimmick infringement and get get a, get a slice of pizza on that one. I didn't like this. Yeah, I definitely would have got a pizza and drove to the store to get it during that segment. How long <laughs> was that segment? Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Okay. All right. So this next segment goes to Stephen A. Smith backstage with Booker T. Ew, you got the whole fucking sports center. Yeah. <laughs> and uh Oh wait, you got Booker T? I do have Booker T. Yeah. I thought Kenny had Booker T and I thought he was gonna be it was gonna be Black Snow on fucking Oh no, uh, no, no, no on no. Thursday night, whatever. Black I, I, I wish I wish I had Booker T. I wish I did. <laughs> so uh George is mad behind me. Let me push him out. Yeah, he ain't like that shit either. He's like he yeah, said, he's, point. Fuck. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna lie. I almost gave you a point five, but I let I let them talk me up forty nine extra cents. Well, well thanks guys. I appreciate it. Uh, hey, I've not gotten any so I'm thankful for that. So I know Kenny got a few fifty cent pieces last time. I'm trying to avoid that. Um, so uh, Stephen A. Smith's backstage with Booker T. He says, "Last night, Orange Cassidy defeated Billy Gunn to become the new Western Hemisphere champion." Western Everyone, I'll, hey, what? It's my mid card title, Western Hemisphere Championship. <laughs> uh, 
I'm sorry, I'm not laughing, but I was not ready for that shit at all. <laughs> I told y'all earlier. I ain't heard hemisphere since seventh grade science. What is it? What is it? What's the what's the hemisphere like? So what's the vertical version of the equator? Uh, the prime meridian. Yeah. Okay, so so he's the toughest son of a bitch on this side of the primary. <laughs> yeah, on this side of Mississippi. <laughs> That's crazy. I was not ready for fucking. <laughs> I was not ready for the hem. I was not ready to hear hemisphere. I'm we're the best thing that got the biggest <laughs> pop for some weird reason. Anyways, your teacher came out of you just now. I wasn't ready for that shit. That was ready. Uh, <laughs> he said, he said pop quiz, motherfucking. <laughs> yeah, chloroplast. I'm like, oh shit. I'm gonna fail this. <laughs> My country is the powerhouse of the seven. <laughs> like fuck, I'm gonna fail this. <laughs> hey, my kids did pretty well in their quiz today. All right, so, uh, so Stephen A says, "Time zone championship." Hold up, I'll wait. <laughs> it's like class. <laughs> yeah, but I'm. The, you're not the teacher here. Get going. <laughs> Boy, we we're on some schedules here. I know. No, Mike, you can't uh, words like this and get away. <laughs> that was me and Google Meets, Mike, when we were virtual, you motherfuckers. Uh, it was me. You can't throw uh, words like hemisphere shit, and get away with shit it. Uh, anyways, Stephen A says, last night, Orange Cassidy defeated Billy Gunn to become the new Western Hemisphere champion. Everyone seemed excited for the guy until I saw your tweet that said that called it shameful. Uh, Explain to the BBW fans what's shameful about it. Booker says, listen, Steve. It's Steven. It's nothing personal. I don't dislike the kid. He's got talent. But he's making a joke out of this business. Wrestling with his hands in his pockets. Tapping his <laughs> opponent in the ring. What the hell is that? There's no reason for a tool like that to become champion. How is wrestling falling off to the point where this is acceptable? Yes, Steve. It's Steven. It makes me furious, and I'm going to do something about it. I want next. Billy Gunn should be the one giving up his career, not John Cena. I hate it here. <laughs> Who is this? Booker T. Booker T. I'm going to be honest with you, John. Hold on, hold on. That... Wait, can he do that? Bruh, bruh, wait, wait, wait. Have, has anybody here seen It's Always Sunny? <laughs> yeah. Bro, he sounds yeah. like Mac when he's impersonating. <laughs> uh, I can't think of his name. Danny Glover. And Lethal Weapon, bro. He just, oh my God, bro. He <laughs> That's does. the most going to get to Booker T. He impressions seem mildly racist. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> bro, Both of them. John got me fucking weak right now, bro. All right. So Orange Cassidy walks by and just calmly says, Hey, Book. Hey, Steve. And then Steve goes, It's Steven. And then they both unintelligibly fucking yell until the camera cuts away. And that is four minutes. Oh my god! I'm entertained. I'm gonna give you a I'm, five for that. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna counteract <laughs> him because I'm entertained, more entertained by what the fuck I'm doing over here roasting your Mississippi River Championship. I'm giving you a hot ass. <laughs> what the fuck? I did not like you, this at all. This is the worst. I you usually rate low, but goddamn. Okay, this wait, isn't wait. bad. This kid got it way worse than this. 
What do you mean? You just gave him a half a dollar. That was it. <laughs> I gave him a half a dollar three times. You haven't got over a dollar. Have you got over a dollar? Yes. Yes. Hey. I, the first thing I gave him was a 3.25. Y'all act like I was fucking. What did you give him then? 3.75. Yeah, and then, then a 0.99. And then now 0.99 and a 0.5. Yeah, you're trying to get in the wrong direction. I'm balanced. <laughs> well, he's trending in the wrong direction. Not my fault. This just sucks. Uh, <laughs> I disagree. I had to five segment. I'm, I'm at a four. Let's go. See, um, this is just like Kenny's commercials where like two people gave fives and two people gave 0.5. Yeah, that's the most. That's where my point fives came from fucking commercials. And then nice pop because I lose shade. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I, I love that shit. I just remember that. <laughs> just remember that. You know what? I'm gonna add a cent. <laughs> what you just said. All right, so uh, I'm gonna go. That's my penny back from traps to study. You know, if you don't give this I'm, local municipality, I'm, I'm giving. <laughs> I'm giving you two point seven six. God damn. Yeah. All right, <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dick here, but <laughs> I think it would be a really funny segment. All right, <laughs> and you oh. also, I, I, I took away a penny at first for the Western Hemisphere. <laughs> I didn't like that. In fact, you had you had me going back to seventh grade. I didn't like it. Paul, <laughs> you didn't fucking remember it. <laughs> but then I gave you two cents. All right, so uh, the camera cuts to the locker room where Dan Housen is pacing back and forth, saying, "Six." Uh, Six days and 23.7 hours have passed. I still do not have a partner to slay the caster in the bowpen. I am an adventurer without a party. I cannot do this raid alone. Two is more than one, and if I count Leo Rush, it's 2.5, which is still more than one. Maxwell said no. Pepsi Man doesn't work here. Orange is busy. I have one less friend housing to call. He sits down and picks up a 50s-looking cord phone, dials and waits and says, Hello? It's Danhausen. Do you happen to be in Los Angeles? <laughs> Are you free in about uh, two minutes? Okay, meet me in the ring. Doodaloo. <laughs> <Hangs up. laughs> and that's a two-minute segment. Five! That is five! five. That's dead housing. This is the first. This is the first five of the season for me. I got a Travis five. I'm in. Yeah, that sounds just like. And Kenny's housing. gonna give me a fucking quarter. <laughs> 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 to ruin it all. I can't. I can't. I can't destroy you because this is his character. But I gave that it. That was three. good. I, keep I gave it a three. Dan okay. Housen is not funny. <laughs> like, that shit is not funny. Right. He's it feels like it feels like people talk about the office around me. I'm like this shit isn't funny. Like why the office is funny and you're wrong. <laughs> the office isn't funny. Dan Housen is funny. Yeah, like Dan Housen is better than the office. Yeah, this is like. Huh. Um, so I'm gonna go to our next match, and this is the acclaimed with Leo Rush versus Dan Housen and his mystery partner. Um, so a little bit of build before their match last week, Dan Housen. Uh, walked by the acclaimed rehearsing their next rap in which they said the word shit and Danhausen screamed no sweating and challenged Leo Rush to a match. Uh, Danhausen was on the path to victory before distractions from the acclaimed led to a rush hour and a victory for Leo. Um, and that was basically the bill from last week. So he got overwhelmed by the numbers game and now he is searching for some help to deal with the problem. So, uh, Next up is the Acclaim's entrance, which always starts with the beat with the Leo Rush made it. 
And then, uh, like, Mike Will made it, but Leo Rush made it. Uh, and then now I got to do the Max Caster rap, so it's really about to get roasted here. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yo, yo, listen. <laughs> God damn it, I can't keep a straight face. <laughs> Dan Housen, you sell a lot of shirts, but you don't make money because it's only idiots who think that you're funny. <laughs> you cover up. Uh oh, it was second. Cover yeah, up. With, you can tell you're white. I know. <laughs> I'm not meant for this. You cover up with fake because your face looks awful. Scrub it all off. Look like blue waffle. And they points gives the Bowen's like and they the acclaimed has arrived. You know that bullshit. <laughs> all that, all that good work you did. All that, that, all that down the drain, just like that. <laughs> hey, listen, waffle. you, you. I told y'all that I wasn't going to be good at writing Max Caster raps. He's not good at writing them either. So I'm Did you at least make the first bar rhyme? It did. <laughs> it did. Money and funny. <laughs> His bars are just like 12, 12 to 14 words long. It was, it was, a, raps are written. It, it was a run-on sentence. I couldn't tell. That was the whole... To be fair, that was like the weirdest thing to deliver ever in Book It Verse history. You have no clue how that awful that felt. Uh, I like the characters, <laughs> and I just wish that I could ha hire somebody else to do these parts for me. Uh, yeah, outsource your booking. I'm, I'm no, just like the delivery of what I wrote because I'm on some like peak like saltine cracker shit. I can't do this. Oh, uh, anyways, Danhausen makes a partial entrance, <laughs> stares at his non-existent watch, and then the music of the boogeyman hits. He comes out and he opens his bag of worms, and Danhausen pours the jar of tea into it. And Shannon Sharp's here on commentary. Uh, so they get to their <laughs> spots. And Danhausen and Caster start the match. Danhausen gets the better of him as Caster attempts Big's clotheslines but gets tripped. Danhausen whips Caster in the corner and does the knee and bulldog in honor of his friend Pepsi Man. Pepsi. Follows it up with a standing moonsault and pin oh. attempt. Uh, Dan Housen controls the match until Leo starts heckling Boogeyman on the apron. Boogeyman chases him around the rings, but Bones is waiting with a big shoulder block. Uh, Dan Housen climbs the rope to dive at them, but Caster gets up and knocks him down. Hangs Dan Housen in the tree of woe. Caster and Bones tag back and forth, beating on Dan Housen in the corner. Boogeyman makes it to the corner and extends his hand for the hot tag. Dan Housen hits an enziguri and almost makes it. Bowens distracts the ref as Leo pulls Boogeyman up from the apron and throws him into the stairs. Caster tags Bowen and they hit their drop kick into spinning Samoan drop combo. Uh, Bowens tags Caster back, back in to hit his mic drop diving el elbow for the one, two, three. And the acclaimed celebrate their way up the ramp as Danhausen is counting on his fingers with the Boogeyman in the ring, doing the math of their defeat. All right. I, this is, I got some – this is Steiner math for you, so just keep keep up. Okay. All right. So you came in – I came in riding off the five, all right? Like I was I was riding high. Okay. And then you sank that ship real fucking fast with the, the fucking – the rap. Okay, but y'all can't cook too hard. Hold on, hold okay. on. Let me, let me get through the whole thing, and then you can argue with okay. me. Okay, okay. Got it, got it. So I went from that five, coming in at that five, and I was like, damn, this is point five shit right here. But then I thought about it, and I was like, well – Max Caster can't fucking rap either, so I like I'll, I'll up his grade a little bit. So I'm at like a 2.5 now. And then the match happened, and it was a pretty mid match. Like it, it's not a great match. We, we, I think we all know that this is a squash match. 
essentially. Um, and I was like, okay, but I, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna. It's not gonna hurt him. I'm gonna put him in a three. Um, and I was sitting here at the three, and I was like, well, this is probably gonna be a three because the match is over everything. But then you did the counting thing, and I like that, so I'm gonna give you a three point five. I appreciate that. Thank you. It's uh, by the way, the like, the whole match is nine minutes. Okay. Um, I do love the idea that the boogeyman has a phone that Dan Housen just <laughs> called. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Um, I agree with pretty much everything Travis said. I'm gonna give you a. I'm gonna echo him and give you a three point five. Oh no, Fair. I'm not being a dick. What do you think, Mike? Um, I'm muted. I'm four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. Let's go. I ride for Mike. Kenny, what you got for me? I'm gonna seem like the dick here. I I didn't like any of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Remember, this is just the like, match. I know. I didn't. But there's a wrap. Oh man, man. I'm, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna dig you for. I wasn't gonna dig you too hard for the rap. I only took off a quarter for the rap. I appreciate it. But, Thank you. But yeah, I didn't like it though. I, I, I'm fair. gonna go with it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna go two point seven five. I, I I didn't like it. I don't like Boogeyman and fucking Dan Housen as a tag team. <laughs> I don't like, like. I mean, it's just me. I don't like that. I just don't like. I didn't really like the build for this match. For, for, like, I would gave you a three to be nice earlier. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm telling. I'm not a fan of this Dan Housen guy. I'm not gonna do you dirty for it because of it. I'm not gonna try to pull a mic how you did me on fucking CM Punk. But I'm just like. I just don't like. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't like this. Dan Housen very very good. Very evil. Very nice. Very evil. That's the one impression I could kind of do. Uh, yeah, your, your Dan Housen impression is pretty spot on. I'm not gonna lie. Like my Dan Housen's good for all the impressions that seem the hardest. That's the one I can do. I can't do fucking Jerry Lawler, Teddy Long, Max Caster, fucking Booker T. <laughs> but I can Booker, do fucking your Booker T, Teddy Long, and Stephen A. Smith all sound slightly racist. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, that's not my intent. I'm about to make this fucking twit longer. <laughs> uh, all right. So speaking of Stephen A. Smith, it cuts back to him backstage, and Stephen A. announces his guest at this time, one of BBW's most captivating young wrestlers, Mustafa Ali. How you doing, man? And Mustafa Ali says, I'm doing great, Stephen. And Stephen A. says, I'm going to start off hot with a hard question. Every time you go out there, win, lose, or draw, the fans go crazy for you, despite you not reaching the top just yet. Why do you think that is? And Ali says, it's clear to say that despite the beauty of this sport, there are some things that need to, there's some changes that need to be made to the culture of wrestling. Too many horror stories, lives ruined or lost. Sorry, I lost my place. Uh, broken families and broken families have been caused by the expectations of this industry. I can complain all day, but I choose to lead by example. I choose to be a light in the darkness so that every person, no matter their race, gender, or religion, can have hope for a better future. And Steven says, I get what you're saying. I support that mindset. Now may I ask this, what is your tangible plan to influence the culture around here? You can't change squat if you don't have any pull, if you don't start winning some matches. And after Steven says this, uh, the Persian lines cons consisting of the Iron Sheik and the Davari brothers walk up. And Steven says, 
I am tired of having my damn interviews interrupted. And then walks off. Um, and Sheik says, do you want to? And I don't have a good Sheik impression. And if I do, it's going to sound racist. So I'm not going to try. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw you beginning of like, no, 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 this sounds racist. I'm not going to do it. Not gonna do it. Uh, you want to change tradition because you are not fit to uphold it. You follow the American way of destroying our values, huh? Pathetic. You're a weak bitch. You won't do a damn thing because you are nobody. And I wrote this in all caps like his tweets. Uh, <laughs> and then Arya Davari says, you've lost the plot because you seek glory for yourself. And then Ali says, I'm rewriting the plot. I dare to be different while you bow down and follow the money. It's you who is too weak to make a difference. And then Arya says, your dumb little crusade stops next week. We are going one-on-one, -on -one, and I'm going to beat you into obedience. Mm. And then they walk away. That segment is four minutes. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I see the potential in this. Um, I'm going to go with a, I mean, it's not, it's kind of vague, but it's like, well, I see where it's going. So I'm going to go with a uh, 3.5. Thank you. Um, I'm going to give you a four. I like it. Kenny said it is kind of vague. Um, I worry about the immediately doing a Arabic versus Arabic thing. A little yes. bit, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a four. Uh, I'm gonna go with a three point eight five. I'll take it. Eight five. Okay. I'll go with three point six five. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take that consistent upper mid. All right. Not consistent with me, bud. Well, I mean, like in this in this segment. Oh. Fuck you everywhere else. Um, <laughs> so um, this we're going to go into a match next. It'll be the workhorse title match between Paul London and Brian Kendrick. So uh, I am going to do attires for this one because it's kind of symbolic. They actually both decide, this isn't their normal attire, but they both decide to wear their old tag team attire of the shorts, with the long uh, shorts that they used to wear. Good. London's in, in red, Kendrick's in blue. Um, so they get to the ring. And they dap it up, and then they do a test of strength, which Kendrick turns into an arm twist. London turns it into a snapmare drop kick. Kendrick rolls back from the ground and does a handstand head scissor. They reverse. Wait, 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 like wait, wait, wait! They're fighting each other. Yeah, they're they're facing each other. Oh, okay. For the belt, for the for, for the workhorse the title, and there's yeah, uh, the young stallions belt. Yeah, they're uh, you know, they're still friendly. They're just having like some competition, so they wear their old shorts as like a throwback, and then but you they, know, can either. They're friendly. They just want to go out and punch each other in the face. <laughs> hey, That's all right. You, you ever punch your boys? No. I want to punch no. Travis every single day. So. <laughs> What's stopping you? We've been in the same room at the same time. All there was was fear and opportunity. <laughs> I was afraid that I was going to take the opportunity to hurt. <laughs> Bars. Uh, anyways, the reverse moves like this for about a minute until London hits a low sweep kick into a standing shooting star. Pin attempt in one count. London whips Kendrick, but Kendrick makes it to the other side faster and clotheslines London outside of the ring. 
He follows that up with a springboard front flip to the outside. Kendrick backs up, gets a running start, jumps onto the barricade and hits a moonsault. He quickly pushes London into the ring for a pin, only for a two count. Kendrick waits behind London for a captain's hook, but London throws a huge back elbow, follows it up with a nice shiny wizard to the head. London goes up top for a 450, but Kendrick gets the knees up. Kendrick goes to lock. Sorry, I got that out of order. Sorry. Kendrick goes to lock in the captain's hook again, but London scurries to the bottom rope. Kendrick gets London back up, and then he hits Dr. Teeth, which is a swinging neck breaker where you, you basically pull like their face into the knee. So you like kind of like crouch with a neck breaker and do it into the knee. Um, and then he hits a burning hammer after that. Uh, after London gets up, Kendrick goes for sliced bread, but London shoves him into the turnbuckle. He drop kicks him. And then uh, as Kendrick bounces back, uh, London hooks the arms, backs up, and hits Waffle Face, which is like a kind of like a the way I could describe it is kind of like a gory bomb. Um, yeah, he got he has a good move, so he just has terrible names for the move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's Waffle Face, basically like a gory bomb face plant kind of move. I don't know how to describe it otherwise. And then he hits that and pins him one, two, three. So London retains the championship. He helps Kendrick up, and they shake hands in the middle of the ring, give a respectful hug, and then Kendrick walks off as London celebrates. And this match was 12 minutes. Okay, so I think this match falls with the same issue you had with the earlier match where, like, there's no build to it. It's just like we're there's this match they're having and they're friendly. To and... be fair, this this division isn't gonna have very much builds. It's literally just like Paul London has to accept a challenge. Like, I wish you had like built that more into like before. Like even if like you did a video package like showing like the history between London and Kendrick, something like that, I think really would have added to it. That makes sense. Um, be, so, be not to have pay-per-view expectations to weekly show matches. A lot of times matches just be fucking happening. I get that's going to be mid ratings in real life anyway. But, right. Wait, 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 wait. Cause you, you got on me for that last week. You got on me for I that. So, you no, did. Sometimes, no, you I did. did. For a you, weekly show, those matches just be happening. No, I didn't. I got no, on you for timing last week. Wait, wait, wait. You literally told me, I expected better from you. I was hoping we'd see this great quality. Even though the matches were like, I like I set up where. Well, yeah, we I'm just saying. Sponsor, like, but, but you, you said you, you expected more. No, I didn't mishear you. That's what yes, you said. Because <laughs> I'm saying that Damone's like expecting like pay-per-view, not like all the way, but don't expect pay-per-view builds on weekly show matches. I understand that that's going to get me a mid-rating either way. And I would deserve a mid rating for that because it's a lot of times weekly shows mid, but uh, a lot of times they ain't gonna be mid builds on weekly show matches, even if the match is good. That yeah, I, well, I'm not saying I needed like a five minute promo package, but like yeah. a two, like a one or two minute because like if I'm watching this for the first time and I don't know, I'm like, why the fuck are they wearing similar outfits and having this match? That's fair. um, and I think also the fact that you have an established brand too, and it's not like. A debut or anything like i wish yeah. there was a little bit more build um so sense. i'm gonna give you and this isn't particularly my sort of match and mm. i'm not a huge bright or i'm not gonna ding you for it or anything i'm not a huge paul london fan but really that's a weird I'm person gonna, to dislike no, i don't i don't dislike, i don't dislike him i just don't care about him that's fair um i'm gonna give you a 3.75 i'll take it that makes sense wow. 
I understand that not having a build, I get that not having a mat or, you know, just having a match on a weekly show that happened a lot in the 90s. Um, but this isn't the 90s. So you made you made it very clear that it's in the future. So it's I fair. expect better. Um, I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs> he's not mad he's just disappointed i'm not yeah i'm not mad i'm just disappointed. i feel like that said that said before about me about somebody's ratings i'm gonna go with a 375 i don't hate that i think y'all are being really nice this was mid like this is the definition of mid there was not like they said no story i'm not really mad that there's no story but you're not gonna get a five out of not having story hey nobody said a five. Build. um I'm just, I'm just telling you, you're gonna get. There's, this was a decent match with no build. You're gonna get a three. Yeah, that's oh, about where I'm. I'm at a three too, and I, I love them both because I, I was a big fan of Team Lundrick, uh when they were out. So I was like, ah, they're going to get shit. That kind of sucks, but, but like, I wasn't gonna penalize you for that. But I was just like, oh, okay, that kind of sucked. But um, yeah, I'm also going with a three as well because it wasn't really much to it, like. It was just, and then you said it wasn't like. If, with this one, I feel like this one would would have needed spots because these two these two are great wrestlers and they can really show out. So I, I feel like some, this one I had some spots here, like some like dives to the outside, moonsaults off barricades. Like oh no no no, I, I heard it. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, I just make sure you heard it. He just didn't like it. No, yeah, no, but no, I heard it. that's why you got the three because it's because of those two. But it was just the fact that there was no story behind it, so there was nothing for me to care about. It was just like, okay, it was a good match, but it was just like, huh, all right, <laughs> that's fair. So that's why I gave you it in solid three. All right, so, um, next up, general manager LeVar Ball's music hits that is the music of Money Talks by his son Lonzo Ball. Plays Ew. <laughs> You know he's using you know he's using his son's music. Yeah, I heard this song before. That shit is trash though. <laughs> ain't no ain't no parent like LeVar Ball. He he rides for his kids. <laughs> the way that Mike rides for me. Uh, I'll give it that. I'll give it that. So uh so he that song plays, he makes his way to the ring. He gets a microphone, he says. I'm not gonna do Lavar Ball boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's probably a good call. That's the best call you made all night. I was, I was gonna say Lavar Ball has like a legit like stereotype. He has a boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna end up sounding like I'm gonna end up sounding like like Justin Trudeau like level racism here. So I'm not gonna do it. Um, he says I have a huge announcement regarding the future of this company. We have fantastic talent here, but there is one void needed to be filled. No disrespect to anyone, but our trios division is lacking the star power and teamwork. That makes it a spectacle. I ran it by Mr. Cuban, and I bring you today the greatest, most dynamic, most cohesive trio of any sport. I bring you the Ball Brothers. <laughs> and then uh, Super Saiyan by Lonzo Ball hits, <laughs> and the Ball Brothers come out. The LA hometown boys get a big pop as they walk out to the ring. And as when they get there, LeVar continues, when together, these three boys have had nothing but success. And skip notes. Oh, two of them have. <laughs> well, when they play together, they win. They play together, they win. But skip uh, notes. Those just infamous <laughs> for, for other things. Uh, skip notes. They've never gotten to play together at a pro level. This is the highest level we've seen them compete in any sport together. And then LeVar goes on. 
These are the faces of winners, champions, kings. They are taking over the family business. And then LeBar. Wait, wait, wait. You about to have the Ball Brothers wrestle. <laughs> no, they don't have a match tonight. Uh, <clears throat> Emphasis on tonight. Yeah, I was going to say it like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to yeah. have Lamelo doing triple shooting star presses. Yeah, oh, save that L for a different show. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on the shows between my shows, so I can't get it rated. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Oh, LeVar is interrupted by the music of the underclass gang, the current trio's champions, and they slowly meander to the ring. Uh, they get in the ring, and Taz takes the mic from LeVar. And after a moment of silence, he just says, Good luck. And then Palumbo big boots Jello in the face. Kingston shoves LeVar down. Lonzo and Melo try to take them two on three, but the numbers game gets to him. LeVar ball jumps on Chuck's back, but Chuck flipply, quickly flips them over. They're stomping away on the ball family until the private practice, consisting of Dr. Stevie, Dr. Britt Baker, and Dr. Wagner run down the ramp. Stevie has a chair in hand. Britt and Wagner get overwhelmed at the ropes, but Stevie comes in and cracks Taz with a chair shot that only he can deliver. You, we, all, we all know about them Stevie Richards chair shots. Um, <laughs> he hits Kingston, and then Wag, Wagner hits the Wagner driver on him. Um, Chuck corners Britt Baker until Stevie throws the chair at his head, and then the underclass gang scurries out of the ring. Stevie helps the Ball brothers up and picks up the mic and says, Dr. Stevie picks up the mic and says, after our appointment today, the private practice would like to formally diagnose you with a se severe case of Malaysia, which means you're soft as hell. And then look up what Malaysia is. It's true. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> so wait, wait, so wait. <laughs> you gave us a joke. We had to research. <laughs> yes, it's a medical term. They're doctors. <laughs> Uh, that's hilarious. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude, you up, <laughs> I love. It. Wait, wait. Does he say that, or are you just, or are you just? Doctor Wagner that? says that. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then Britt takes the mic and says, "Don't forget to stop by the billing office." And then does her DMD, and the underclass gang are screaming at them from the ramp, calling them bitches and everything else in between. Many bleeps are being used as the camera gets closer to Taz. And that segment lasts for about 10 minutes. Okay, so when you started, it was at like a two. <laughs> but you say as, as you went on, as you went on, it got better. I got better. Mike, don't um, do this. <laughs> I do like I do like the fact that you use an actual medical term. Um and I like the bit with Dr. Wagner saying, look it up. So I'm gonna yeah. give it a I'm gonna give it a four. I'll take that. Honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna rate next. I I agree with that because I'm not gonna lie. It, at first, it was the segment was trash. I ain't gonna lie to you. The segment was trash, but I like. I that's why I asked you: Are you telling us this, or, or are they telling us this? Because if they're doing that and they're doing these like these like smart ass jokes that we have to be like oh like 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 make us feel dumb for yeah. not knowing. Like I like that. I do fuck with that part of it. So. I'm a little, I'm a little in between uh, two answers. I, I'm gonna go with a three point seven five. More three point seven five. I'll take I, that. Yeah, because I like, like I said, I like that gimmick. I like them doing that, doing that wild shit. Them just doing the, 
being cocky in a different way, in like a, in a, in a smart way. That saved it though. When you when you told me that, that saved it. <laughs> I appreciate it. I, I clutched it. I think it was really bad, and it got saved at the end. I'm gonna give you a three point five. I clutched it. I saved it. You didn't know. You did. When I asked, the, luckily I asked. <laughs> I thought you were just uh, telling us that to save yourself. Hey, like, Eddie, but if you tag team never die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, that saved it. Thanks for riding for me. Now my dad's gonna spank me real quick. <laughs> I, I'm at a three seven five. Oh damn! I thought this motherfucker was give it a one. But he was joking like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was a joke. All right. Um, so Shannon Sharp on commentary says. Um, there's some pandemonium in the ring, and I'm hearing there's some in the locker room, too. And then uh, it shows Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> How about John? John, I'm going to offer you some free advice, okay? That's not a racist dude, in it? Oh, yeah, okay. Let's just, not, let's just not do black voices anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, bro. This shit really <laughs> I listen, I'm, I'm doing impressions of people here. I'll give you the pass. <clears throat> oh my god. No, I, I revoked the pass. You don't need to revoke the pass. <laughs> I've, I've done it before, I'll do it again. I'm gonna need a <laughs> I took chaos a couple times <laughs> on camera. <laughs> uh, so Eddie Guerrero and Owen Hart are backstage in each other's faces, screaming at each other and shoving back and forth. Owen is screaming, You're supposed to be my friend. Why would you cheat in our match? You set back my career by doing that. How could you, man? And then Eddie says, I'm not doing the voice because I've already had enough close to racism. Here. <laughs> uh, well, I give you the pass for that one. That's all right. <laughs> there you go. You're not Mexican people. My, my, Mike you is you Hispanic. Is he? he? He was Mike, raised by Hispanic. Hispanic family. So it counts. Close enough. Uh, he says, I always cheat. Everyone knows this battle. <laughs> Mike revoked that pass. I can't do this shit anymore. <laughs> I didn't think it's my teenage to do it. <laughs> I, I'm not doing it anymore, though. I gave you all your treat. No, I love that. <laughs> no, That's the free intro. That's the free intro every week. Oh, God damn it. It's nothing against you, man. I, it's just part of the sport. I still love you, Armando. And then Owen says, I thought you weren't doing it anymore. I lied. Uh, <laughs> I love it. We did. Wait, we wait, did. Oh, they have the they're they're the Mississippi River Championships, right? No, they were fought in the number one contender match for the world championship. Okay. Oh man. You Remember Eddie cheated to beat Owen? Um, and that's what Owen's mad about. And Owen's screaming, I guarantee you wouldn't beat me fairly, but you better win that damn match. Cena, MJF, don't care. You better win. And then Eddie says, I can't focus on my title with my friends in my face because I outsmarted them. Shake my damn hand. <laughs> and then Owen goes down to a whisper and says, if you don't win that match with my title shot, I will never forgive you. And when you win that title, <laughs> we're having a rematch. And then it cuts away. That segment, was, that segment was two minutes. I hate this. <laughs> okay. You're so, gonna be your second second set. Go ahead. Everybody else is ready for so I can look like so the I was man. hoping you were gonna be like, if you don't win that match, I'm going to hurt you or something. I don't know, something along those lines. But but I will never forget. <laughs> this is so this is this is 
You ruined it teen, for me. Teen rom-com coming of age movie. Teen drama, moment. for sure. Um, this is Degrassi. I, yeah, but I don't <laughs> fucking. I do. I do like that genre. I like Degrassi as well, Kenny. But I don't. I don't want this from the guy that says he, he writes great dialogue. This is um, Seventh Heaven. <laughs> hey, I like Seventh Heaven. Seven fucking seven. dad, though. Um. Oh man, bro. I'm really. Bro, I'm gonna give, it a, I'm gonna give it a two. Oh, oh my nice. god, bro. You're nice and generous. Oh, fuck, bro. I'm I almost you... pissed at myself. A lot of that is you for you leaning <laughs> you, you, you in. Uh, I'm going I'm going three. Three? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like pretty it, it's just like them arguing backstage over the match. No, like, no, it's not... you, no, I'm using the exact wording you gave me. You don't get to change it afterwards after you're getting fucking mid ratings. You know I'm about, oh. to, about to cook your ass. Go ahead, Kenny. Oh shit, bro! I'm over here, bro. I'm legit over here crying. I'm trying not to piss myself, bro. Like I hey, really you're in pain. So you're in pain, motherfucker. Yeah, by me making fun of you, not by you. <laughs> you were making the same noise when I was speaking, motherfucker. All right, I'm. Yeah, that was bad dialogue. I'm gonna go one point two five. That's All right, you're in the second With... set of fifty cents. Oh shit! Oh my fucking I god, hated bro! That. I... I wasn't. I wasn't mildly annoyed. I was flat out disgusted. <laughs> You gotta use that for everybody now. Yeah. That's a weird thing to hate, but all right. <laughs> Can y'all run an ad or something real quick? I gotta piss. So fuck you. Yeah, I agree. Run both the ads. We're about to get to the main event. Are you tired? Tired of those other energy drinks hitting you with a short burst of jittery energy, followed by a crash that leaves you with less energy than you had before? Well, fear not, because Ray's energy drinks are specifically formulated to get you going without making you jittery and keeps you from crashing. With zero sugars, zero calories, and better caffeine than a cup of coffee, Ray's Energy Drinks are the number one growing energy drink on the market. With flavors like Baja Lime, Sour Gummy Worm, Guava Mango, and Strawberry Colada, Ray's has some of the best tasting energy drinks available. You can get a case of Ray's right now by going to repsports.com and using promo code T1THREE when you check out to take 15% off of your next order. That's promo code T1THREE for 15% off your next order of better, tastier energy. Your body and the bodies you're loving deserve nothing but the best. Organic Lovin' is the only adult subscription box that includes eco-friendly body products from body-safe adult toys to sex-positive books and erotic seminars. Organic Lovin's online store has everything you and your partner or partners could ever need to heat things up. And right now, your friends at T13 Media want to take 10% off of your next order. Just go to OrganicLovin.com and use promo code T1THREE like the sound the bed makes when you check out Organic Lovin'. Love organically, purely, deeply, boldly. All right. Well, we're oh, back. Travis isn't. You can go ahead and start your main event. All right. Um, so I'm just going to do the two minute. This is a two minute bit, and this is just the commentary team discussing the main event. Um, so it's not For like two minutes. Uh, yeah. I mean, Maybe a minute and a half, but I just rounded it up to two just to make sure I have enough time for everything. I kind of overestimated all my times to make sure I'm not running over. Um, So, uh, Skips, there's a little bit of controversy surrounding our number one contender. And if he can't focus, MJF will beat him. And I say MJF because there's 0% chance that Big Washed John wins tonight. 
And then Shannon says, stop it, Skip. Goat Cena was making Sunday dinner out of MJF before last night. If MJF sticks to his words, the greatest champion ever will have his crowning moment. 17 world championships. And then Skip says, so Cena couldn't handle four men. We've seen him beat 10 men. We've seen him beat 12 men. Entire rosters. If this were the same Cena and MJF weren't special, it would be quick work. Cena is past his prime, and MJF is the best in the world today. And that's just some banter. I'm going to go into the build for the match. They're going to do a video package that lasts about three or four minutes. It's somewhere in between that range. So it shows about 10 months ago, John Cena makes it to the King of the Ring finals, but actually lost to MJF in the finals. MJF would go on to win the championship. Cena went to the back of the line. Cena grounded for three months to work his way back up to the title picture, but injured his PCL in a number one contender match with Cody Rhodes to face MJF for the title. Um, six months later, after he recovers one month prior to today, and Cena wins a 20-man battle royal, eliminating 10 people to finally get a shot at, at his 17th world championship. Clipped footage of promo shows MJF saying Cena's legacy was built on the backs of everyone else. These liars and hypocrites didn't cheer for you until you left. They hated you because you're a stooge. If only these kids you visit knew the real John Cena. Was there house rules in the hospital rooms? They hated you, John, because you kissed the ass of the worst people on the planet. Ask Vince McMahon, or better yet, Ask the Chinese government. Oh, guess we're censored now. And Cena responds in the clips of the promo in the past saying that I never turned heel and I still got heat that you could only dream of. No edgy jokes, no cheap comments, no tweet is ever going to change that. I did your job better than you just by existing. I've beaten guys who are better than you, and you know it. And then the Mean Street Posse and MJF jump him that week. Uh, the next time they fought, uh, Cena was ready for him, and he gets the better of all four of them. Cena does a triple AA to the Mean Street Posse as MJF runs away. They had a contract signing before New Year's Revolution, and MJF tries to attack John Cena, but John Cena AAs him through the table. And then it shows a recap of their match at New Year's Revolution. Uh, just various clips of moves they're doing in the match. And then Cena is about to win. And it shows the Mean Street Posse interfering. And then it shows like audio clips as that's happening of Cena agreeing to tonight's stipulation of if he lo loses, he'll retire. So they do their entrances. John Cena gets a huge pop from the LA crowd. And the match starts with a stare down with the most fans chanting, Let's go, Cena! And a small chant chanting, MJF. And then MJF yells at Cena as they're staring down, Take it all in! It's your last one ever! And Cena just does a, You can't see me in response. And MJF goes for a cheap shot. And then uh, Cena starts throwing hands. Um, <clears throat> Cena Irish whips MJF off the ropes and hits a sidewalk slam. He runs the ropes and hits his throwback as MJF gets up. Cena is feeling himself and smiles at the crowd. He goes for a springboard stunner. MJF reverses it into a backstabber. Attempts to pin and gets a one count. MJF stomps the wrist a few times and then drags Cena up by the arm. And then hits an arm ringer flip into the turnbuckle. 
He goes to the apron and hits a slingshot arm breaker. Cena is writhing, writhing in pain in his dominant right arm. MJF knee drops the arm a couple times and then hits a running knee strike to the face. Gets a pin attempt at a two. MJF loses him, but Cena fights his way up. Goes for a vertical suplex, but has to end up uh, putting him down because the arm hurts too bad. MJF takes advantage and hits a pump handle Samoan drop. Gets another two count. MJF stomps on him for a bit. Cena uses the rope to get up. MJF goes to clothesline him out of the ring, but T Cena uses his left arm to toss him over to the floor. Cena charges up, goes outside, and charges up the lightning fist with his left hand and connects. He's using the strength he has left to hoist MJF up, but MJF uses that momentum to push John Cena into the steps. MJF quickly uh, runs into the ring to beat the count. John Cena makes it in at nine. MJF sets up for an Alabama slam, but John Cena reverses into a sunset flip powerbomb, gets a two count. Cena hits a one shoulder block and then has to shake off the pain in his arm. He does a drop kick off the ropes next. And then when MJF bounces up, Cena does a spin out powerbomb and then takes a knee wrenching his arm in pain from lifting him up before he can attempt a five knuckle shuffle where MJF rolls out of the way. When they're both on the ground, MJF slaps Cena, slaps Cena in the face and Cena punches him for a big cheer. And this turns into a boo-yay punches until it speeds up and they make their way to their feet. Cena suddenly scoops him up for an AA and hits it, but is too slow to crawl to a pin and gets a two count. They work their way up. Cena goes for a, a swing of a punch, but MJF reverses it into a half-Nelson half suplex. MJF drags Cena over to the ropes for a heat seeker. But Cena fights his way up. He goes off the ropes and pulls MJF down. Oh, excuse me, so... MJF tries to go off the rope, and then Cena pulls down the rope, and MJF uh, goes to the outside. MJF then later hits an Asai moonsault to the outside. MJF clears off the announce table after this and tries to backdrop Cena through it. Uh, Cena lands it instead of going through, and then MJF elbows him. Um, he goes for another elbow, but Cena grabs the arm, lifts him up for an AA, and AAs him through the announce table. But after he does this, Shannon Sharp is screaming, Get him in the ring and pin him, go, Cena! And then uh, Cena attempts to do that. The MJF gets a foot on the bottom rope as they're right next to the rope. Cena is shocked and struggles to, to his feet. He drags MJF to the middle of the ring and starts to set up for an STF. But as soon as the leg hooks, MJF twists it and trips Cena down. Cena gets up to a knee, but MJF bikes, bicycle kicks him in the head. MJF then locks in the salt of the earth. And Cena is stuck in the center of the ring. Every time he starts to get closer to the rope, MJF ho hoists him and pulls him away. He always gets to his feet, but MJF just leg sweeps him to where he falls on his face. Skip is screaming, Cena's going to tap. Cena's going to give up. And Shannon's screaming, come on, go Cena. Get number 17. And MJF wrenches harder and harder. Cena screams out in pain. He holds on for another minute as fans try to clap Cena up to his feet. The MJF sleeps, sweeps him down to his face again. John Cena falls flat, realizing he can't make it to a rope. He can't fight his way up. And John Cena finally taps out. MJF has retired John Cena. Cena is flat on his face while MJF stands over him doing a you can't see me before he leaves with his title and walks up the ramp. And do you want me to do the after the match bit or do you want me to just get ratings now?
just get ratings now because I would consider it a separate segment or part. Okay. All right. Um, question: What's the soul of the earth again? It's like a Fujiwara armbar. Okay. <clears throat> so MJF won. Yes. Can you, give, can you give me the the finish one more time? Yes. So, um, do you want to do before the finisher when he locks it in? Yeah, yeah. Do the do the okay. So, um, Cena attempts to set up an ST, STF, but uh, MJF reverses it to a like a uh, what's the trip called? Uh, drop to hold. Okay. And then um, Cena How? goes. Up. So oh, he, never mind. Yeah, yeah. He's got MJF's leg. MJF uses his legs to twist to do a drop to hold. Okay. And then uh, Cena gets up to a knee after that, but MJF bicycle kicks him in the head. MJF then locks in the salt of the earth. Cena's stuck in the middle of the ring, and every time Cena tries to go for a rope, get up, MJF just pulls him back down to the mat. And this happens for a few minutes until, um, you know, he finally gets Cena to tap. Damn, has Cena ever tapped out in his whole career? Probably not since being a babyface. He might have yeah, a deal. Yeah, probably when he, like... <laughs> I was saying, because his whole thing's never give up. Yeah, probably, like, before he... like that or don't like that. Before he, um... Turn, or became a star. Alright, um, I think I was figuring out what I was thinking, so y'all go ahead and talk. I'm gonna give you a five. Um, I think the right person won. And I actually like the fact that you had Cena give up. Because eventually, you sometimes you do just have to give up. Sometimes it's the end. <laughs> As Tom, like, Bra- as Tom Brady. Um, like that's so. the way you send Cena out. You have to make Cena tap. He has to finally give up. That's the way you have to retire him. Yeah, and I like, the, I like him giving mm. it to the next, the future. So um, I think that's the right way to do it. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give you a five. I'm also giving Puts you over a MJF huge. Right. I agree. I also I'm also giving you five. Can you let me hear your thought process? Because I wasn't quite that high in my numbers, and I wasn't. I wasn't either. Uh, and by the way, that match was 27 minutes. Jesus Christ. Okay. It was about yeah. 19 spots, so it was still within time. No, it's not. It's not. It's not a, oh, I'm just making sure you know. Yeah, you just you went the opposite direction, as Kenny. When Kenny was having fucking three minute matches. You're over here having. Extremely long matches. Well, this is the only extremely long match. I'm just telling you, next week I have long, long I have long matches on, but I also I've have not... a three-hour special. Okay. Yeah. So, um, what do you, what like you said, think, I, I like I said, I didn't go that high at the five. I <coughs> I I would say the I don't know. I'm I'm struggling between a three point seven five and a four. That's give me that quarter. A four. Give him. I just give don't. Give a four. I don't. I, I'll give any you questions? I'll, I'll give you a four. It's I'll not, take it. I don't I'll know. I just don't. Like, this feud, I just don't really care about. It's not even. Not even like nothing towards. It's just like I don't really care too much about John Cena retiring. I just. I think. Especially like when your creed is never give up, and yeah. you give up. It's a character, in my opinion. Like it's yeah, the end you of the like, character. I understand that, but it's like you're you're it's you're you're a symbol now. Not only are you exactly yeah, I would say it's, it's not just you being like okay, this is how you want to go out. This is you being a symbol. Like so, if your symbol of hope has given up, what it what what am I hopeful for at this point? Nothing. Like, what am I, it's, I mean, it's, welcome to America. Sorry. 
Welcome to life. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not Give about up. that though. But it, no. well, <laughs> but but I'm saying. I'm saying though. Hey, I'm, Black George Cena had to give up eventually. I'm saying okay. When, okay, oh. you, okay, okay. So do y'all remember the Dark Knight when they fucking made uh, Two Face, mm-hmm. and he they 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 said, "Hey, look, we're gonna make Batman look like the bad guy right now to make this guy look good because we don't want the people to give up hope." Because he was their their white knight when it came to the two when it came to two face. That's what I feel like this is like. Like in my yeah, opinion, and then Bane said, "Fuck that shit." I understand. Yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's my fuck with Bane. This, this, but, but, this is that fuck that shit moment. But I feel like it it didn't need that though. This is like, and also know. somebody's got to beat MJF eventually. This just makes MJF the obstacle. Yeah, but I just don't like. In in my opinion, I can see him losing via knockout. And it'd be cool, whatever, or, or getting pinned. But it's like, but like, because I feel like if anything, you want to have him get knocked out, like not not have him tap. Because like I said, he's the symbol of never you give up. And you made him give up. It, yeah, in this case, yeah, you got to be corny. In this case, you, you got to be corny. I just want. I vehemently disagree. I, I, I agree. I'm gonna too. say this. I, I, gonna I say... agree with Demo. I'm gonna give I'm you a four. I'm, I'm, gonna gonna say, I'm gonna give you the extra quarter. I was gonna give you a three point seven five. I'm gonna give you a four because I'm. I'm between because I see both sides of this, this argument, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a forward and just leave it at that. And I don't want to say anything else about it. I appreciate it. And uh, so um, Cena's left in the ring, sitting up finally as MJF after walks away, and he's getting like kind of like uh, endearing. Thank you, Cena. Cena sucks. But of course, like kind of like the Kurt Angle, you suck. You know, where it's like a loving Cena sucks. Um, and then it just turns into a thank you, Cena, and it was the claps. They starts to get up, and the faces of the roster come out to the ramp and lead the crowd in a standing ovation. Cena does one last "You Can't See Me," and he does his like little hand sign to the crowd one last time. He goes out of the ring and he gives his shoes to a kid before he walks away into the sunset. And <laughs> that is my show. <laughs> I hate it so much. Okay, I liked everything about it until the scene. Also, he didn't leave his wristbands in the middle of the ring. Yeah, that would have been what you should have done. And I hate that he gave away. So, Jazzy is just walking out. He gave his big ass shoes there. And they're smelly because he just wrestled a whole lot. This isn't basketball, John. Um, oh my god! I feel like it, it, it can't really take can't... anything from a fucking wrestler. If that anything like, like, it should have been sweatpants. Sweatpants should have been the thing you went with. Yeah, yeah. not shoes. <laughs> I don't know why you went with shoes. Yeah. You, you should. I feel like the jorts would have been a better option. <laughs> don't think that. Catch the case. That'd be funny. Kitty, 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 kitty. His balls is out. He takes his pants off and goes off in sunset. Hey, that might be the funniest shit my camera said. I'll give you a 3.75 for that. You part. are fucking generous as hell. <laughs> I liked everything about it up until the shoot. I was hoping and for I, a swerve. And I do and I do agree with the wristband and everything. <laughs> I wasn't hoping for a swerve. I want if you're gonna say John Cena is gone, John Cena is gone. No, I want I kinda wanted J- John Cena to pull a D money and say 
I lost, but I'm still here, bitch. <laughs> Leonardo, Di- Leonardo DiCaprio. Mom has never won a loser leaves town match, but he's never left town. It should have been. A, it should have been a Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. He claims that JF cheated. Doesn't oh, stop the steal shit. gimmick. I would. I would have liked. I. I would have. I per- personally would have liked MGF. Uh, MGF. MJ. MJF coming out and just fucking. Ruining like it. Cena's about to leave, and then he just fucking welts him with the belt, just bah! and he just beats sense. his ass. That would have been would fucking like... fantastic. John so Cena's I'm at a I'm at a three on that because it's just mid. I'll take oh, it. Uh, you know, I would like I would like if John Cena did all everything he was gonna do except instead of doing the the uh, he leaves the the wristbands in the in the middle of the ring and instead of giving the shoes he doesn't do that at all. And then he's as he's walking through because you said all the baby faces came out, and then he just starts going fucking eight shit and beating the fuck out of them. Right. Turn <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then yeah, exactly. Turn and, and he's like, like he's like the like, only like, you go with this. You I would have given you a point five for that. If you go with the character of like, hey, sometimes you do have to fucking give up. Fuck this. I'm gonna do what the fuck I want. You guys, you don't get to tell me what the fuck to do. I never signed the contracts and I was leaving. Haha, ha, bitch, you got tricked. I don't like that. that yeah. I would hate that. I would hate that would have been. That would have been. That to get that five from Travis, you must get a five from everyone else. That would have been Cena's thing. Hey, Cena's thing was fantastic. Shut up. <laughs> Mike <laughs> writes for that pure shit. You're genius. Um, I'm going to go with a. I don't think this really did anything. This wasn't really like it wasn't supposed to change. There was the story. nothing. There was nothing good about it. It was just a send off. Honestly, I, mean, I should have done that with the match, but it was really yeah. just like an extra part. You let the moan bully you into let, getting this for <laughs> you. There was nothing good about it, but there was the one bad thing. So I'm gonna give you a two. All right. I'm also at a two, but like I think there was a couple bad things actually. Um, the shoes was wild. Him putting his, yeah, the, the big ass. I really shoes. don't think that's that weird because, like, you know, after a game of basketball, which is four minutes than that match, might I add, Russell Westbrook's giving his fucking size 15s out to kids. Like, <laughs> it's not that weird for John Cena to give out his size 10s after a 26 minute match. All right, hold on, real quick. Westbrook mm-hmm. likes to give things away, so like, when <laughs> the ball, <laughs> the ball it turn I mean, LeBron does that shit, every player does that. Like, Kevin Durant <laughs> does that with his fucking hockey puck feet. Like, with without oh. spoiling anything, if you can't answer, don't answer it. I guess if you can't answer it, if you don't want to answer it, is John Cena actually gone? Are you actually done with yes, John Cena? Yes, he's gone. He's gone. And I'm legitimately mad at you. Let's let's move on. Ah! <laughs> I'm legitimately, I'm legitimately we'll happy you. with you. I, I, I did a retirement angle. Like a and he's gone. He's he he was. Oh, I will say this. Uh, he's like never gonna wrestle again. He could still like make an appearance in some capacity. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say him. we. I, I was gonna put this right out there. We had a trade lined up because, and <laughs> you made it seem like you're gonna use him more. So now I'm I'm legitimately upset with you. No, nah, he, he did a retirement angle, and he's sticking with the retirement. No, he could have just like done it. a loser leave town. Hey, Mike, just shoot me a DM with some more trade offers, and we'll work it I, out. I, no, you're not using him. You're not using him. <laughs> what? He's no value now. I still value these. I can send you. I could trade you gold dust for him. You're not using him. What? what? Well, I'm not going to that. Just hold on to him and don't use him. I like that better, John. John, (laughs) give him a give him give him two two o two for that. 
<laughs> okay, so some other thing, some other thing uh I'm getting nitpicky on because not only is he giving out his big ass shoes to these people, his size ain't that big. Somebody wears a size 10 somewhere. I mean, this is a child, uh, but this is <laughs> child's gonna grow into them. Plus, I, I just I put it on your wall. You got the shoes from yeah, John, from John Cena you know, the day he fucking retired, sell them on eBay for a million dollars. Yeah, you find him and you get an so I, I, I yeah, <laughs> I guess. So, so not only that, the I don't like the Cena sucks thing. I, I don't like that. With now, when you say you compare the Kurt Angle, with the Kurt Angle thing, it was part of the theme song. So it was just like, dun, dun. yeah, they say that. The theme song now too, though. Yeah, yeah, they did the Cena sucks. Yeah, yeah. Cena sucks. Oh, I've I've never heard people do they that. Do I've heard that. You, did you say you've never heard people do that? I I haven't. I it's really been haven't. like six years. Yeah, yeah they've been heard. doing that for a we'll while. See. No, I haven't heard. Every time this man comes out, uh, and well, every I, match is a let's go Cena, Cena sucks chant. Oh, I mean, no, 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 no. Beginning of match, yeah, let's go Cena, Cena sucks. That's different. No, that's no, what that's when that's he comes out, John Cena sucks. But he, no, no, he's he's referring to let's go. I did Cena, a Cena thank sucks. you, Cena, Cena sucks. Yeah, he is. Thank you. And I, I, yeah, well, I, I think I, that would be like a celebrate. Like it's. How right. his career panned out. So, like, I feel like that's no. what how I think fans it makes would honor him. I didn't like. Right. It. <laughs> that's what I didn't like. They've it. done it so much; it makes sense. Right, and then like eventually it, much, it just but... goes into a thank you, Cena. Okay. All right. That's the thing. That was it. All right. All right. Anything else, John? That is my show. B B W. You had two people get fired tonight. What's up? You had two people get fired tonight. Two people got fired. Yeah. Who was the first that got fired? Jerry Lawler. Oh, well, he, he was never signed. He was just a guest. He's got his ass whooped. So you put a Brock Lesnar oh. from my brand. He just came in there with his ass whooped. <laughs> <Yes. and left. laughs> I, I will put this out there that this is not the Jerry Lawler that's signed to my brand. This is a... <laughs> like Jerry Lawler being going to Memphis. I'm going to be that fan who's like, it the guy that got his ass beat by four girls to Bronny back. <laughs> <laughs> Was this Jerry the Because what he just described is not what we agreed to in the in the initial. <laughs> I literally sent you that story, Travis. You're full of shit. No, no, what? No, you said that he was never signed. The whole thing was supposed to be he got uh, released from the company. I was going to have him just get a, a gimmick change when he came to my show. Oh, now you're saying uh, he was a guest from another show. Like that makes it seem no, like no, not a guest from another show. Just that he's a wrestling <laughs> legend. He's a guest. Not that he's a guest from your company. You're just, you're just a different. You're just a yeah, different yeah. person. I think B and Travis are the only two that are like in the same verse. No, Kenny. Kenny is saying that he's is, in all Kenny, of them. He's in the same he, verse. He's calling us out. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah we we, we right. talk shit and everything. Yeah, me and me and Timon are definitely in the same universe. But now I guess I gotta be in fucking 2023 now. I didn't know this. I'm not <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. I hate that you put a fucking date on it because, yeah, like, I'm not gonna. It's do not that. ambiguous. Well, yeah, the just... only reason I did that is because I looked at like next what... year's calendar and like there I was know, a fir- motherfucker. That's what I was using that fucking. I was using this year's calendar for that fucking reason. Me, so well, but I did too. I did. Too. I am not using a calendar. It Mine's doesn't ambiguous. impact me. It doesn't right. impact me at all. So it is I mean, what it is. Like my characters are my the characters I have inside there. Regardless, I, mean, I, mean, I did it for my com- I did for my covers for my shows. What we doing? I'm still, I'm still. It's fantasy. Like we've always done, like different generations and shit too. So you're, you're. I feel like putting a hard date on it. I agree. 
that. Well, just just get rid of the ear then. Just imagine I never said that. Well, Clip you it. did. We can't. Clip it. You Clip did. It. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's keep going. So we're going to go ahead and I guess get to plugs. That's, that's the only thing we've got now, right? Yep. Uh, bad guy. Um, you can go to the Bad Guy Spoken Podcast on YouTube and you can see uh, the Bad Guy Spoken Podcast. You can see the football podcast, Unbiased. You can see Brandon's, uh, my little brother Brandon, he has uh, album reviews on there. You can check us out playing video games on Bad Guy Versus where I play with the cast of Bad Guy. And I just you can just catch me playing uh, video games in general on there as well. So yeah, definitely go check that channel out. And yeah, and uh, bad guy spoken on all social media. Little fudge. Mm. He left. He left out a little fudge when he did that shit too. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Travis treated your show. <laughs> I, I don't think. Okay, here's the thing. I'm calling it now. Kenny rated that show lower than I did. Probably yeah. <laughs> I think I. He's still mad at me for all them short match jokes that made you. No, that's not even that. It's just. uh, I think Damone rated it the highest. I definitely did. No, no, no. Damone did. Damone was generous as fuck. I'm doing. I'm doing the the ratings now. I liked it overall. Overall, I liked it. Anyway, follow me on all social media. I am Travis Key. That's at I A M T R A B B Y T on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagrams. Damone. I be tweeting and TikTok, and you already know this, so follow me on, on both at dumbmoney t13 d a m o n e y t13. You can find me on Twitter hi-fi underscore Mike. Find me on TikTok hi-fi Mike. There's no underscore. Find all the shows on the T13 Media Network on our website at t13media.com. That's the letter T, the number one three spelled out media.com. <laughs> you pulled a Jim Carrey. Said, <laughs> Let me say something about that. <laughs> I ran out of breath. I'm trying to get it all done in one breath. And realized gimmick I infringement. To, yeah. I forgot to uh, get it all out in that breath after I let it go. Yeah. And that uh, explains stop, the stop, abrasion on his palm. Stop Damn stealing my, my gimmick. gimmick. <laughs> uh, next week, who, who do we have going it's next me. week? Next, next week, week we have the most. Next week we are toxic. Ooh, you're toxic like every that. week. That's Thank fine. you. <laughs> we are can't toxic. wait. I All ride right. for the <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out of here. See ya. Bye. I don't like that. I just said it wrong. Let's book it. See ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>